Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I got to change the oil in my car. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic with an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for only $36.99. What do I do with my old oil? We can recycle your used oil for free. And do you have oil for my old work truck? You can find the right high mileage oil to help it go farther right here at AutoZone. Restrictions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. When your mom grew up in Natrona Heights, your dad grew up in, in western Pennsylvania as well, in Kane, Pennsylvania, which is a little closer to where I grew up in Jamestown, New York. You spend a lot of uh, weekends at grandma's house going to, uh, and, and one of our favorite things to do after the family reunion or something like that was to go to a Pirates game. So I definitely grew up a Pirates, Penguins, Steelers fan. Um, have some great memories of, of that. Uh, a lot of a lot of Pirates memories. The, the most of the Pirates memories because my dad was a, a football coach. So, you know, during the season, we didn't get to go to, to Steeler games or anything like that. But a lot of Pirates games that we went to, um, you know, growing up. And, uh, you know, I am... To this day, I'll still, I'll still claim that I'm, I'm rooting for the Phillies, I, you know. So, but uh, you know, I'm a, I am a huge Barry Bonds fan, huge Bobby Bonilla fan, huge Andy Van Slyke fan, drug Doug Drabeck, Mike Lavalier. Like I can go Jose Lean. Like now you're starting to know that I'm really a, a Pirates fan because of the names I'm throwing at you. John Smiley, uh, Wakefield was there, and so I, you know what, I, I have so many good memories. I mean. It makes it so tough to not like him, Wolf. I was thinking the very same thing, man. I mean, it does make it tough not to like him. When you go yeah. Doug Drabeck, when you go John Smiley and all them guys, I mean, great googly moogly. That's going deep into Pittsburgh pirate, Pittsburgh sports lore, you know, the city itself. Ah, you know, what are you going to do? And the fact is yeah. the guy's from Jamestown. That's where Roger Goodell. Uh, Roger Goodell oh, came from yeah. Jamestown, too. Now. What I'd like to ask Sirianni is, just like I asked Goodell, I say, hey, you know, you're really a Jamestown guy. Have you ever been to the Lucille Ball Film Festival? See, that's that's that'll tell you if he's really been a, a, a Jamestown guy. Because there's the oh. Lucille Ball uh, Film Festival there, and they also have a museum. And there's a bridge 
the Ricky and Lucy Bridge on, uh, what is it, Route 86 going east-west there, I think, which, once you turn in from Erie. So, you know, there you go. I mean, that, that tells you if they're real Jamestonians. Wow. Wow. I, did, I had no clue. And, uh, you That's know. That's what I'm here for, Max. I'm here to, to I know, share I know, I know. from a, <laughs> you know, the, the aspect of an old guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, and, and who doesn't love I Love Lucy? You right, know? I right. mean, it was a Hoopy great show. Hoopy loves that. That's her favorite show. I Love Lucy. Yeah, see, you know, I mean, it's just, it's all encompassing. Uh, that show brought a lot of people together, and you look at just the history. So that's awesome to know. I didn't even know there was a Lucille Ball Film Festival. There you so go, un- man. Until this very much. I was this, I was this many days old when I learned about it. <laughs> Lucille Ball Film Festival in Jamestown. But, you know, I, I think that's something that, that, that is pretty cool when you have a coach that's open enough. That would admit that, right? You know, coaches right. back in the day, they would have never no. given credence to any other city. No. Uh, you know, in the especially not one that you share the state with, and you're trying mm-hmm. to, you're fighting for fans, right? Um, and, and and relevancy within your own your own footprint. But Sirianni had no problems, right? He's like, hey, listen, I I love I love my Pittsburgh sports. He's like, now nah, I'm a bandwagon fan because I'm a coach here. And they're literally right across the parking lot from me, and they're probably going to hit me if I don't. And they're in the World Series. Why not be a bandwagon fan at, 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 <laughs> of any point? Because I want their fans to be our fans. I want them, once the stadium closes down across the street, I want them to walk over to the link, right? You know, I think that's, you know, what's natural. But it is cool, a guy that that, that is in that in touch with it. So I think, you know, I'll say this, Wolf. I think that also makes this – an even more relevant thing for him. And he's going to be pushing for the victory, right? Right. Because of that. You know, he has an added incentive in his own family to <laughs> to make sure that they don't have anything on him at the next family gathering, right? <laughs> right. Well, you're talking about – Because, right, because his, that was his family – problem and, uh, with Cleveland. Oh, okay. Chuck, so, no, yeah. so that's what it was? Yeah, oh, okay, Chuck got see? all – He'd get all like, uh, you know, just really like, grrr, you know, get his grr on going into Cleveland because he fr- is from Cleveland. He 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 uh, coached in Cleveland. He played in Cleveland, you know. So it was yeah. always when we played Cleveland, especially going into Cleveland, it would be like double the reps all week long because he was so intense about whipping Cleveland. It was just, I remember one time again, you know, again. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, three padded days. But on Friday, you know, you got the short yardage and goal line stuff, which seems a little bit crazy now in, in, in modern football to, to look at it that way. But, you know, you, you banged on the short yardage and goal line as well as doing your down and distance work. And at one point in time, I remember I think we ran 25 or 30 plays in the one, the one uh, you know, short yardage goal line segment alone. Are you kidding me? Oh, I remember we ran. This is a true story because I talked to Tom Moore when we were up at training camp a year or two ago. We ran a toss 28 crack at Three Rivers Stadium in the one segment 17 times in a row because it kept screwing it up. I mean, is that, like, unbelievable? Tom remembered. It was like, run it again, run it again, run it again. I mean, it was like, oh, man, it was it was unbelievable. On a Friday? On a Let's Friday. Let's be clear. On, on, a Friday. Fr- on a Friday. In full pads. Oh, that, that is absolutely. On artificial uh, turf. 
once again, God bless you, Wolf. You know, I mean, God did bless me because I got hey, I got hey. my brains. I don't know how, but I got my brains. <laughs> I was about to say if there, if there's an NFL equivalent to a Purple Heart, that that is it. <laughs> you earned it that day. Jeez, oh, crazy. Just a crazy Friday times. full pads before oh, yeah. you're going to play Cleveland. Yep, and you that, ran the same play 17 times in a row. That was, and it was poor Tunch had to pull all those times. You talk about being oh, exhausted. God. Yeah, think about it. He's playing right tackle. Yeah. Toss 28 crack oh. back. You know? Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, that, that's exactly it. Yeah, <laughs> pull it out, and it's and it's not even like a short pull. You know, like like a guard pulling in on a, on a counter or a no, trap play. This is getting out on the court. That is a that is a long pull to a guy who does not want to be hit and is trying to juke you. Every, and just imagine after like the tenth time. Yeah, really. That DB is like, really? Yeah. Are we doing this again? <laughs> really? Oh, it was unbelievable. Oh my god. That was yeah, the no. one time I came out of the because you came out of the dugout because in Cleveland back then the stadium yeah. had you know it was a baseball stadium so you come out of the dugout on the field we're jogging to our end of the field to start warmups and I turned to Tunch as we're jogging I go Chaluch you've seen my legs I can't feel my I can't my legs were here earlier this week I can't feel them now <laughs> yeah because we were running seventeen and twenty plays and this and that over and over it was crazy. I mean, just, yeah. I mean, if you look at that and then you compare it to the science today, you're just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's, it's it's surprising you can actually still walk upright. Um, <laughs> you know, I gotta that, tell that, you, that's a lot. Yes, I got to tell you something. I was doing a little bit of research, okay? And now you got Lane Johnson, the, the, the excellent right tackle from the Philly Eagles, right? Now, Lane's got a concussion. He's in the concussion protocol. But you want to know, this guy's a pro bowler. Um, terrific athlete. Matter of fact, I think he used to be a quarterback at one point in time because uh, he's 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 married to the daughter of a former teammate of mine, John Goodman, who was from Oklahoma. Uh, he and his wife, Trish, their daughter is married to Lane Johnson. So anyhow, Lane, Lane, big old dude. But he, you want to know how good this guy is pass protection wise? He is. Okay. He has not given up a sack since October 21st, 2019 versus Dallas. Let that sink in. That's pretty impressive. Now, and not, only, not only that, he hasn't allowed a quarterback hit since week seven last year against the Raiders. Wow. And that was probably Max Crosby. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Probably. I was about to say, and will you say, so, so that means he's gone up against Micah Parsons yep. and has, has, and as good as everybody wants to make to, Micah Parsons out to be, which he is. He is a tremendous athlete. Yes, he is. Let me just state that first and foremost for our Penn State fans. I don't want them hating me as well as the entire <laughs> University of Pittsburgh. Um, but that is a phenomenal stat. Um, and when you think about it, I mean, yeah, that's the reason why this guy's an all-pro. Yeah. And the re- reason why he's been a stalwart at the right tackle position for so long is because of things like that. And he's not slowing down. Um so that's going to be a challenge for anybody that's rushing the left. If he end gets position. cleared, though, that's the thing. If if he gets cleared, but here's the thing: stranger things have happened, Wolf. Yeah, <laughs> we've seen it. Happen, we? have we've seen it happen. Mm. So I would think if it's this game, um, you know, unless it's just something that Lane just can't get over it, I would expect to see him. Um, if he is not, if he is unavailable, there's the crack in the armor. Yeah. <laughs> there is it. There's one crack. Because, yeah. 
Yeah, because Jack Driscoll is not that guy. No, that's exactly <laughs> um, it. Jack Driscoll, Auburn, I mean, slated as a guard, also plays tackle. I mean, Andre Dillard, I, I think, could could be a little bit better than Jack Driscoll, but outside of that front line, you know, there there that that depth is not there at the tackle position, um, where you feel comfortable. So you really want Mylotta out there and Lane Johnson out there if you're the Eagles, and of course if you're the Steelers. I'm I'm praying to God that some reason he comes up, and he's like, ah, I'm not really feeling great. I would love that. <laughs> you know, Teammates I, won't love it, right? But I'd be like, right. All right, there we go. There I'm we go. I'm just saying, if crack. he didn't happen to clear protocol, you know, maybe, you know, just it's the It's not fact the that, worst thing. Well, you know, it, it, maybe an extra week would be just fine, you know, because I, I do like the young man. He's a good dude from everything I've I've, 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 I've been told and so forth. And, uh, you know, it just um, – he's a great player, no doubt. Um, if, he, if he's cleared to go, you know, all the best to him health-wise, certainly that's that's for sure. But um, certainly, if if he's you know if he takes a week off, that that wouldn't be bad. <laughs> you know, just I'm just saying, you know, there, there's more important things to do. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you want to go. I'm sure, he wants to go to a Phillies game. Yeah, why you not? Know, he Get a couple to, cheesesteak hoagies while you're going. You know, why not? I mean, you know, they're in the World Series. How often does that happen for the Phillies? I'm just saying, Lane. You are a guy that's a part of Philly. You should go be with the Philly fanatic. You know, you should just. <laughs> Hang out with, you know, you guys kind of go out on the town Saturday night. You don't have to worry about Sunday because you're not playing. It would be all good for all of, all those involved on our side of the ball. Absolutely. No doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. There's, but, there's uh, a lot. The, you know, you look at that offensive line, and I, I got to tell you, Jordan, Jordan Mailata is an impressive guy. He's a huge man. I mean, he's he he's, he's like you, you huge. Yeah, no, he 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 he's me huge and a lot less wear and tear because the kid was a rugby player, right? What in, in New Zealand before he got discovered through the NFL uh, international player pathway, and the guy did not even had never even played organized football before. Isn't that amazing? And it's amazing, and they didn't even have a helmet originally that, that to fit his head. <laughs> he's six Just foot eight, three hundred and sixty five pounds. And that's before breakfast, I would imagine. You that's know, before I mean, breakfast, and that is, an, and that is a high-powered machine, too, because he played rugby. Well, he did, rugby. Rugby. And think about this, Max. He appeared on the Masked Singer TV program. He's a musician, too. I mean, he's, he's, yeah. I guess he's an excellent singer. Yeah, and he can play an ukulele and <laughs> and also sing really well. I don't know if you guys have have seen too. The entire Eagles offensive line just recorded a Christmas Carol album that gets released next month. Oh, you're kidding! I me. am not kidding you. Oh, oh my heavens! Super Bowl Shuffle 2.0. Oh no, that's what format. I wonder. You know, you get you get a little full of yourself and you start looking around, going, "Hmm, ha! What can we do here?" Now it's one thing for Cope to do the Cope thing because you know what yeah. he that's he's a one man show. But then when you start doing the the uh Super Bowl shuffle or the Christmas carols of the Philly Eagles offensive line, you know, it, it I don't know. It, it, to me it's kind of like one of those things that uh, it starts to distract from what you got to The thing about what a lot of folks don't understand, you got to stay buttoned down and focused the entire season. It's a long long season. It's arduous. It is tiring. Uh, you've got to spend as much time and effort in 
prehabbing and rehabbing the body? Is he doing mental preparation, uh, you know, for the game alone, just going through watching film and your your uh, playbook and scouting reports, things of that nature? All that stuff takes time and effort and everything. And then, I don't know, when you start doing stuff like that, I just kind of go, hmm. Well, I mean – I mean, I mean, what, what, what do you think it's released under? Is it, it's not going to be the Eagles <laughs> OL? I mean, is it Michael Bubbly Guts? I don't know. A um, Philly special Christmas coming December twenty third. Oh my goodness, a Philly special Christmas. Maybe an appearance by James Corden. You know, you get him on there, and he can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would, I would play the, uh, some of the audio here of the teaser they put out, but I, I think it's licensed music, so I'm not sure if I can do that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, we, hey, we, we don't we, want we, it. We, 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 yeah, we don't want it, and it, I don't want us getting sued because we already, we already are tight on the budget. Okay, so let's not, let's not go. It's coming any out of my speaking paycheck. Of, yeah, exactly. Speaking of which, let let's go ahead and. You know, let, let's take a break. Okay. Let's, let's take a steel curtain break. I don't, I don't know. I don't know something cool that we did. Uh, the um, Hey, how about the immaculate uh, break shin? <laughs> okay, you're reaching now. Now you're I reaching. Was, I was. They had the Philly special, what, Philly special Christmas thing. Right. I'm like, I was just trying to come up with something for us as well. There you go. we're linemen too. We deserve to be noticed. That's right. But, we, but we're going to step aside. <laughs> uh and, uh, you know, while while we are on break, though, I would like to point out that you don't need to have a Christmas special album sung by offensive linemen who may or may not have questionable voices. You can just listen to our talking voices on SNR's lineup of shows that you can find on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and many other platforms, wherever else platforms are sold and, 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 uh, and purchased and subscribed to, as well as wherever that Spilly special is. You can find us, too. You can find us on the same platforms. We're there on Apple. We're on Spotify, SoundCloud. We're there too. So instead of going to Philly, stay west. Come, come check out the SNR lineup. You're in the locker room with Wolf Starks and the Ninjas here on SNR and ESPN Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. You can tell you any player in any sport, if you're, if you're pressing to make plays, if you're pressing to, to do things, only really bad things happen. Um, you're chasing things that aren't there, so um, I feel like, you know, taking my experiences prior to my career in, in that game, some things didn't go our way. Um, but I felt like, you know, I kept, you know, the game simple and went out there and, and tried to compete, uh, but not over-compete and, and force things um, and try to, you know, give our guys a chance to make plays. So like I said, it's a balancing act, and uh, I feel like we're, we're doing a good job, but definitely have to get better at it. Well, that was Kenny Pickett just kind of talking about pressing plays, you know, looking at the game uh, on Sunday night um, and just working. It, it, we talked about this, Wolf. It's a process, right? It, it's – it's not going to happen overnight because we deem it so, right? Mm. No one's going to wave a magic wand over this team and say, you know what? Oh, oh, the Steelers <laughs> are here, so we need to make sure that we, uh, you know, we, we have them already pegged. I mean, no, you have to go out there. You have to work on that chemistry. It's not something that's just easily acquired. It is earned. And that's where I think people kind of lose sight of that. There's no question. Uh, look, it, it's it's going to come along. Look, I know there's a lot of people that, 
You know, you want to pile on Matt Canada, you want to pile on uh, Deontay Johnson, you want to pile on, you know, whoever. I mean, you just kind of insert. And you know what? Witten solves a lot of issues. And one of the things that they're going to do is I think they're going to grow as an offense. I have no doubts. But look, you know, when you got a rookie quarterback, it it's different. It's it's a hard thing because a young man is learning the ins and outs of the NFL and doing so under, doing so under extreme pressure. And to do so, you know, he I look at it as kind of how he wor- works at each and every week and the signs that he's improving. And we were talking about it earlier. You know, that 30-yarder that he dropped in to um, uh, uh, George Pickens along the sidelines. That To me, yeah. that said so much about a guy being able to, you know, be up there, come come from the huddle, take a look, gander over the defense. You see they're trying to disguise their, their coverage. And then at the snap of the ball, you see that everybody suddenly rotates to a certain zone area, and he knows where to go with the ball. And he went very well with the ball, threw it on time so that it was in a soft spot along the, the sidelines there. And to me, that speaks of growth. And those are things that I look for, and I think everybody looks for, to, to watching the growth of, of Kenny Pickett because that's what it's going to be about. How Kenny grows is how the Steelers will go eventually. I mean, that's just the nature of the beast. The reason that Ben Roethlisberger, uh, you know, played 18 years is because he's a great player. He's a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. And you know what? As he grew, you guys grew. Now, he grew at a very fast rate. He grew to greatness really fast, but he had a lot of things surrounding him, too, that enabled him to learn a lot of lessons that didn't cost him, uh, you know, uh, losses. Do you know what I'm talking about? You can learn a lesson without without uh, costing you a game. That that's a, That's a valued thing. And and for Kenny, I don't think he's got he doesn't have as much margin for error as, as Ben had. And Ben didn't need margin for error later on in his career. But certainly at the start, having a defense like that, having a running game such he had, the offensive line that you guys had at that time, that there's a lot of stuff that was surrounding him that helped to give him more of a margin of error. No, you you're absolutely right. And I think I think that's kind of where I, I always try and point to when people try and make the comparison about Ben as a rookie versus Kenny Pickett as a rookie. I'm like, ah, don't do that. It's like that's like apples and kiwis. You know, they're, they're, they're completely different things. And and what, what, what you had with Ben, you had a veteran team that was missing that one piece, right? That athletic, strong-armed quarterback and nothing against Tommy. I mean, to- Tommy was a very good quarterback. Right. Um, you know, and in fact, Ben started as fourth string on the quarterback depth chart when it going into training camp. Right. And by process of elimination, literally everybody got eliminated from injury. Uh, that pushed Ben up into that situation. And Ben, you know, the team wasn't ready for it. They weren't expecting it. They were expecting to sit him. Think about what Aaron Rodgers, you know, behind Brett Favre, right? He sat. Phillip Rivers behind Drew Brees, he sat. Like because they knew that if you do if you pull a Ryan Leaf and you make this guy start out the gates or you know Peyton Manning was a, was one of the exceptions to that rule because he had a god awful year and then he went on to become a Hall of Famer right but that that's normally not that's not normally how it happens Derek Carr another prime example right right out the gates for Houston I mean we've seen so many more examples of it failing in, in this type of situation than we have seen it succeed so the plan was a good one in place to allow the young quarterback 
to have time to grow. Obviously, that gets fast-tracked, um, and he's pressed into service um, sooner than I'm sure even the coaches had originally anticipated. But we knew we were going to see Kenny Pickett at some point. Right. Um, but you, you, he's he, it's not Ben. Ben had a very different squad with him. When you look at the backfield, the backfield was different. You've got some young, explosive guys, um, you know, that are in the backfield with you. And, I mean, Ben comes in, has a Hall of Famer at the running back position behind him. Right. Um, you, lo- you look at the offensive line, veteran with a Hall of Famer anchoring that offensive line when he comes in. And then, of course, a guy who will be a Hall of Famer eventually, and Hines Ward out at the wide receiver position, one of the leaders of that position. That's a different thing than what Kenny's coming into. Kenny is growing with everybody else. This offensive line's the first time this five has been together with the same time Kenny arrived here. You got a wide receiver, George Pickett, got here a day later than Kenny Pickett just because he was a day two pick, and they don't do the first three rounds in the first day like they did back when, back when I was drafted. Um, so, and you got a second-year tight end, uh, fourth-year receiver, and I'm sorry, fifth-year receiver and a third-year receiver um, out there to go along with that guy. Uh a, a second year left tackle, right? I could go, the list goes on and on and on. Right. But that's where the comparisons have to stop it. That's why I say it's apples and kiwis. Everyone will say apples and oranges. Yes, I'm from Florida. I appreciate a good citrus fruit. But I just want to make sure that you know how starkly different this is. The, the, this is a kiwi fruit, fuzzy on the outside, delicious in the middle. You know, apple, wolf eats the whole thing, seeds included. That's so true. It's, it's a different thing. He would, he would not eat a whole kiwi, though. Really? I don't know. I don't know. With it's the bit... fuzzy stuff on the outside? Okay, yeah. The, the, you got to yeah. peel it. Yeah, the, okay. You got to peel it at yeah, least. I'm not, like, yeah. An apple, I eat, I eat the whole thing, you know, except for yes. the stem. You know what I mean? I yeah, eat the obviously core and you everything. take the stem off. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, yeah, kiwi, I, I got you. It's like it's like the the peaches. I don't like fuzzy peaches. You know, the, the oh. fuzziness, I don't know, it just gets a little funky on your tongue. Well, I, I mean. Well, I mean, also, you know, my daughter's claim it, it, it tickles the lip, right? Because, okay. you know, they're like, oh, well, not, it's it, like a mustache. Yeah, it's you a know, little bit It's like, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I eat the whole peach. I'm a southern boy. I'm from Florida. My family's from Georgia. So I love peaches, by the way. Do you? Just like I love cheesesteaks. I love peaches. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, sorry. Uh, sorry we're going back to this conversation <laughs> about it. It's the overarching theme of the show, people, okay? Yes. We started with cheesesteaks and, and permani sandwiches. Because we're hungry. It's lunch hour. Oh, I know. If you're listening to us, you're probably headed to lunch. <laughs> or you're at lunch right now. So we're just simply trying to fit in with you guys at the lunch counter, okay? That's all we're trying to do. We're trying, trying to have commonality, Wolf. You know, you know, you're trying to identify with your listeners. It's lunchtime. So, you know, and i got to figure out what I'm going to do for lunch after, after my show because it will – Eventually, be lunchtime. I'll, I'll just press the issue. <laughs> indeed, you will. Yes, indeed, my yeah. friend. This, you know, as we started off this segment talking about Kenny Pickett and the development and how you know he's his growth moving forward. You know, I also look at you know uh, the the fact that I think um, Matt Canada is growing in in you know his playbook. Again, you know, I go back to that sixteen G. You know, the nice job of pulling the onside guard, going with an influence block on a defensive end. That was a nice touch. I like that. Yeah. Influence blocks when you get, like, a, a even front where you can 
get somebody up on the second level linebacker, right? The pass, you know, you got the pass set by the tight end. Then he kind of he kind of gets in the way of the end man on the line, and then all of a sudden, poemo, you got the guard pulling to that side, tries to t-bone him, right? I mean, that that kind of play. That I I I watched. Najee run and I thought he looked really good running that it's more of a straight line this is the hole go to the hole blow the hole open and and he, and he runs so very well in that way and I just think that more plays designed with a little more man blocking scheme uh you know with declared holes is some is better for him than the bang bounce and bend type of uh you know outside zones inside zones type of things yeah, I mean, and and but that that's the nuance, right? That that's the time, that's the extra effort that you're looking for, and you're just trying to see some things change. And that, that was what I was talking about earlier in the show when we we're talking about going up against Philly, right? Right. You've you've got to have some things that look like pass that yep. turn into run, just yep. to take advantage of what the mindset of the D line is going to be. You know, especially when you're talking about counter and influence blocks. What do you want the D-line to do? You want them to rush up field. Right. Because that means they're not looking for you. If if they, if they blow through and they stop and gather, then you got problems. But if you get them in a look where they're like, oh, my gosh, th- this has to be, this has to be pass. And then you hit them with a run, boom. You know, that's what, you, that's what you're hoping for. That's what you're looking for is to – is to do some of those things. And I think Matt Cannon is finally opening up about those things. I think he's having to look, you know, a lot deeper into the into the thought process. And that that's something I appreciate, right? I appreciate the fact that you see the growth, you see some of the, the incremental changes for for Matt Canada and what this offense can be. And we need to get to a little bit more anonymity. Um and not as predictable in certain situations right. to where DBs are going to bite down on stuff, right? Sit down on routes. Um, you know, you don't want that. You don't want guys saying, okay, I know what he's running, and boom, sit down. So they're very, he's varying them up. And I think also for Kenny, Kenny also has to have that comfort. That's why I think putting him on the run is going to help ease him because you give him a two-way go, right? Things aren't there. You don't like it. They're not moving the way you want them to move. Well, now time to hit him with the legs, right? Give him a separate op- option to where then they're now put in a quandary, to where they can step up, loosen up that coverage on the wide receiver because they don't want to have to deal with if Kenny runs again. You know, do it once, they learn from it, then next thing you know, you press him, now you can pop it over the top. I think that's how you kind of have to be in this game to kind of get the Philly defensive line off kilter. Well, again, you know, one of the things I'm in favor of is like talking about moving the pocket. We've seen the sprint protections that is they move them. And one of the things I like about that is, you know, you can run the hide route. You can run a couple level guys that, uh, you know, the outer third of the field and cut things down so that Kenny is not having to peruse the whole field. You know, you got a couple levels. You can make a quicker judgment and a quicker throw. But he also, he moves so very well. And I, I have no doubts this guy is going to be excellent from in the pocket. He's going to move well. Um, he's just, in my mind, just watching him grow here a little bit. It's it's going to be fun to see, you know, as he's able to add to his, um, you know, his experience tank, which every player needs. I mean, one of the things that, that, that when you're a rookie, you don't have – I know you have people say college, you got all these games. It's different. It's totally different. The windows that are available in college are different than the windows that are available at the pro level. They open and shut much quicker. 
and they're much smaller, yes. okay? And you have a lot of intangibles. When a lot of defenses, you know, you start off with a certain play, they're going to finish with that same defensive play. They don't have checks like they do in the pros. You know what I mean? So I think yeah. these things are all things that, that that's a natural thing that you have to grow and, and understand. And as Kenny becomes, you know, better uh, versed in all of that, he's going to show those results on the field. I think that's part of what Mike Tomlin was referring about continuity and the, having the floor raised, you know what I mean? Just strengthening the whole process. So I don't, I look for more. I, I know that uh, I just uh, believe firmly that this young man's got, uh, what it takes because again I go back to fourth and six and over the middle he finds his good friend Pat Fryermuth you know in a window that was so small he goes on a fourth and six 21 yards to, to the Muth and I think that says everything about his ability people want to say gambling no I think it's desire to win it's not a gambler. It's I think it's you got this extreme desire to win. You go after what you think at that moment when you're under a pass rush and you fire that ball and you put that rock right where it needs to be. That says something about who you are and what you're trying to do. Well, and and you're trying to do it, you know, to help your team. Yes. Right? Yes. It's, it's, it's not an individual glory thing either. Right. You know, he's not trying to make himself. He's like, no, I'm trying to help us win. I want <laughs> right. to win. And – I hate losing more than I enjoy winning. That's what I get from Kenny Pickett. Yeah, that, that's a good, and, good point. And, and that's something that I can fully appreciate, fully embrace, and I fully understand that. I'm the same exact way. Um, but, you know, at the same time, the experience lends itself to finding other alternatives to getting to that same exact end point. And every time he steps on the field, that's what's happening. He's processing something new. He's taking in more information, right? to create a complete analysis. And that's what you have to do if the quarterback position is understand, hey, you want to go get it, but also can we, do we have to do it in one or can we do it in two plays? You know, that's the other thing where I think Kenny has to just learn it because he hasn't had to really deal with it in that, in that type of way um, from that perspective. So I, I, I'm encouraged by it. And Wolf, you know what time it is? It's time to go, babe. <laughs> it is break time. Break time. Hey, li- li- listen, I love coming back more than I hate going to break. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that that's that's just how I feel. But you know what else I love? What's that, brother? I I love listening to the Steelers Weekend Review with Wes Viper John- Johnny. I'm gonna call him. I, I, I mean, he has so many different names. Wes Viper Johnny Euler. Pinch and to Johnny. It- <laughs> you can't pinch to Johnny. I'm Johnny. And Johnny is going to be there on the spot. So Wes has released it. Released on Tuesday. Steelers Weekend Review, and or sorry, Steelers Review with Wes Euler. Um, it pre it talks about the last game. It previews this Eagles game. Great nuggets in there. Great information. Great insights. So I do want to uh, direct you guys to that on on the S uh, on the SNR app, which is the Steelers mobile app, also iHeartRadio app, and also wherever else you get a podcast. Uh, you know, he's on the Steelers Blitz as well with with Arthur somebody motes. I'm not gonna say the body. It's just it's it's just yeah, not as a man. No, you know, not as a man. I can't I can't call another man the body. No. Um but he's he's somebody. He's somebody's somebody. There you he, go. He, he's he's somebody's son. Um but no, 
But no, it's cool. Yeah, but definitely check out the Steelers Blitz as well. That's another one that our our good buddy and fellow ninja junior cover and senior reporter, um, and also our breaking news desk. I mean, he just he does it all. Wes, you you do it all, and you still find time to have this podcast as well. Kudos, bud. Everybody, go out there, like, subscribe. And, and and get get the great content from Wesley Euler. We're going to step aside. You're in the locker room here with Max Starks, Craig Wolfley, and, of course, Master Splinter, a.k.a. Wes Euler, here on SNR and ESPN Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, we can just go out there and do what the coaches tell us to do at the end of the day. And, um, we will want to go down the field more. Um, we, I believe that we're going to go down the field more this week. Um, and hopefully the rest of the season because uh, of the, we got the guys that can make the plays down the field. And, um, like I said, big. we just got to throw it up and uh, give us a chance. And, uh, we're going to see this week. Max, I've always been a big believer. And by the way, that was Deontay Johnson talking about going down the field. But I've always believed in what Bruce Arians used to preach. You got to take three to five shots a game down the field. Well, you, you, I mean, you have to because if you don't, you know, how else are you going to get explosive plays, right? Right. You have to be able to stretch the de- – and even if those those plays don't hit – they loosen the defense enough that you can, that the underneath plays can become explosive plays. But if everything's underneath, everything's short, everything's intermediate, why does the defense have to back up? You well, know, and, and that's what you want to try and get to. And this is what I, I'm talking about. One of the things you hear Mike Tomlin preach about, okay, to his defensive guys, all right, if you're in zone coverage, drop as deep into your zone as you can immediately, turn around, get as deep as you can, turn and make sure that you are uh, locked onto the quarterback and move with your eyes at that point but you know what i'm talking about when you don't throw over the top or down the field those drops become shorter and shorter as they squeeze the windows of those zones you know what i'm talking about so so you understand why then it's necessary to take those shots and that's why i think that when you hear deontay talking about it number one it's okay to talk about it but hey because it lets those, the Eagle guys know, wait, we're coming downtown. We're going to get after you a little bit. But the fact of the matter is, that's part and parcel of the process. The other thing I wanted to ask you about, how do you stay positive in a face full of adversity? Because that's one of the other things that if you went on with Deontay and listened to more, you know, he talks about staying positive when you got a face full of adversity confronting you. Well, I think one of the biggest ways to stay positive, right, is is – as we as we've said and as you've said so eloquently, Wolf, the only answers are within the four walls of the locker room. Bingo! Like that's where you find that positivity. That's where you find that reinforcement. That's where you find the reassurance is with your teammates. Because when nobody else is believing in you, guess who's going to believe in you? Right. It's a guy next to you. It's a guy across from you. You know that room, that unit, that side of the ball, that team. Like all everybody nurtures everybody when you you see adversity and that's why you can't pull away from the team right right you can't go into your own personal silo you have to just huddle up together right if it's cold outside what do you do with with other people you huddle together right Mm -hmm. for warmth the same thing goes with adversity adversity blows you know blows at you colder than, than the most fierce wind and even in chicago on in december Ooh, that's very john facenda 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> the December or whatever with breeze or something. Yeah, the yeah, cold exactly. winds of whatever. I can't I can't do John Facenda. Sorry. The, the the cold winds off the yes. uh, off Lake Michigan. There yeah, you no, go. Uh, but uh but it, it, I mean but there there's truth to that. There, the, you know, it, it is an axiom, but there's truth behind it because you know, even when you know, I remember when our offensive line, we were making our Super Bowl run back in 2009, Oh, right? you want to talk about noise? Yeah, talk about this. Oh, it, it was – I mean, we were the worst offensive line in the league, and we don't know even know how this happened. How could you guys be – but every week we kept believing. Every week we, 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 we trust each other. We huddled together, right? Every Thursday night we had our lineman, we had our lineman meeting night where we go and pick a different guy's house – and we would sit there, and we and we would watch film together. And then, as people started seeing us do that, more people started joining in. Running backs wanted to come over; they wanted to go through their run checks, they were and there their for pass the pro keys. They were, they, were they were there, but they still Foodies. came, Wolf. And they watched <laughs> the film before they ate, because they you know, know the best eating is wherever you guys are. <laughs> Listen, why do you think that bird, you know, in, in, uh, on the African safaris and stuff, yeah. that bird sitting on top of a rhinoceros? Yeah. He's going there because he knows where the food is. <laughs> he's, he's, not, he's not worried. You know, he's like, hey, listen, he, I don't have to walk either. You know, it's hot out. I don't want to flap my wings. I want to burn my wings. I guess on the back of this rhinoceros, and he's going to take me to the food. But, the, but, but I think that's what it was, right? It was that coming together, like – Coming closer as a team. Monday nights at Chris's house, right? Luau Monday nights. You know, defense would come over there. Other guys would come over there, not just the linemen, for the fellowship, for the brotherhood, and for for also the reinforcement, right? The bonding Absolutely. that has to happen amongst a team. And so when you look at that, and that made us a better squad. That made us a closer unit uh, in the end. And we were able to overcome all the outside noise that other people were delivering. Well, it's time to shut down the outside noise now because we got to go, buddy. What are you talking about outside? We're shutting down all noise <laughs> because we're taking these headsets off after this. Yes. But I do want to point out, if you missed any of our show today, you can feel free to go on the Steelers mobile app and you can find our whole host of SNR lineups, not just in the locker room with Wolf and Starks, but you can also find Steelers Blitz with, Steelers Blitz with Wes and Moats. Also, The Standard with Tom and Jacob. The Godfather has a new podcast that just dropped today as well. Every Tuesday and Thursday, you can catch Stan Saverin talking about all things Steelers. And then, of course, on Sunday, game day. If you're in Philly or you're in Pittsburgh or you're at a Permanis or one of the cheap, multiple cheesesteak places in the, in the city of brotherly love, you can hear the game day podcast with, of course, Steelers Digest editor Bob Labriola bringing you the best information to prep you for the game on Sunday that drops every game day. And of course, lastly, but not least, if, if you're, if you're at your wits end and, you do, and your thumbs are tired, just say, Hey, Alexa, on any of your Alexa enabled devices, play SNR radio uh, on iHeart and she'll do the rest for you. So with all those options, there's no reason that you can be without SNR and with a great lineup of our hosts. So with that, I bid you adieu. Have a great day. Let's keep building towards Sunday to take on the Eagles. You've been in the locker room with Wolf and Starks here on SNR and ESPN Radio. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.